guys, welcome back to Insecurity, the official podcast to go along with HBO's newest series, Insecure, starring Issa Rae. I'm Crystal. And I'm Hey Friend Hey. And it's time for episode seven. Don't forget, as always, use hashtag Insecurity on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to us about what's going on on the show. But we open with Issa and Molly shopping for a dress for the We Got Y'all fundraiser. Yes, and the scene starts with a song about slanging hoes and being a savage. Well, how appropriate. <laughs> which is a theme throughout this episode. <laughs> and I knew, I said, this is the second to last episode of, this, of the season. So that means they're going to do some brazy shit. It's getting real. Huh. So Issa's trying on some surprisingly ugly dresses. <laughs> a little stunned at her taste. <laughs> I was like, girl, like, I understand you're trying to do, you know, something a little more classe, perhaps. Right. But, but that wasn't This it. isn't right. And Molly's just Molly's like, on mm, the couch like, okay. like mm, No. So, <laughs> Issa's decided, you know, the whole no fucks thing is in the past and she's not like that anymore. She gives all the fucks and they're all for work and she's gonna pour her heart into that and That's it's what all happens for her when man. you do dumb shit. When you realize how close you are to oh, losing that listen. good thing you had. <laughs> when shit is down to the wire. Right. You get that that glimmer of light. Right. That fear grips your heart like, She's oh, like, I'm damn. all about my man. Too bad I'm you didn't feel this way three weeks ago, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but Molly's basically rolling her eyes at this, too, because, all right, girl, we've heard this before. But right. after she's tried on a few different hideous dresses, we're going over to Lawrence and Issa in the bedroom asleep. But Lawrence is wide awake. And, of course, we left last episode with him discovering the text message from Daniel. Right. And so we're basically left assuming that this is what is keeping him up when Elisa's, or Elisa, who the <laughs> hell is that? When Issa's alarm goes off, it's interview day, so she's trying to talk to him about his Calm nerves. Down. Right, because he's like, oh, you know a little nervous or whatever she tries to reassure him and be a good girlfriend I was surprised at this scene you I was were? surprised that he cause you see how it got sexual and he was just sort of like down with whatever I will I mean I know I it's hard it. to turn it down <laughs> but I was surprised that he wasn't angry or you know he mm. didn't seem to have been stuck on what he had just seen the night before so i see a little bit of myself in all of these characters really and i think the part of me that i see in lawrence is the i can't handle this right now because i have something important to focus on got you but and as you soon as that's that. over i'm asking you about this <laughs> shit so. And you did say that. You said that last week. Yeah. You were like, I think he's going to focus on this interview right. and not let it get in the way. And then and later. Then once it's over, he's going to be like, so what's up with the what's up? So I guess he's in the school of Crystal right now. Because <laughs> I would have been like, can we talk? <laughs> Sitting Indian right. style on right. the bed. <laughs> Wide awake. Like, I've just been waiting on you to open your eyes because I have so much to discuss with you. <laughs> I just have you questions. Sleep, you sure are sleeping peacefully, Issa. <laughs> Nothing you want to talk about? Yeah, nothing on your conscience at all, sis. But, you know, she offers him a little morning head to help saddle his nerves. And, and overcompensate for the know, damage. Of course. You, <laughs> you're doing the most now to make yourself feel better. <laughs> Meanwhile, Molly is walking. I am, I, I'm assuming with her coworkers on, like, a lunch break or something. Right. When she bumps into an old friend, Crystal. And at first I thought, I thought they said she Crystal. said Crystal. Oh, my God. Too. You heard it, too. Yes, I, I had three, three, three times. <laughs> No, it's it's Crystal, which Close is fine. Enough. <laughs> exactly. And um, so they are catching up a little bit. And Crystal, you know, they're going over old stories. And I was like, girl, remember that time you got drunk and beat that bitch with a bottle? <laughs> and Crystal's like, yeah. 
about that. You know, right. I was a hot ass mess out here, but I got on my hey friend hey <laughs> and started seeing a therapist. Literally. I got my chakra centered and shit. <laughs> a bitch is feeling much better these days. You saw her all calm, yes, all aligned and centered. I thought she was gonna pull out some sage or Man, something. She was she, so I chill. know. I was like, so this is. You went from turning up in the club and committing misdemeanors to, you know, <laughs> feeling like you're one with the earth and shit. And, and Molly listen, initially that's, is that's like, usually how it happens. Therapy. Like, bitch, what you going through? Which I think was classic. It's classic. right? Classic it's a classic response, response from people who don't really believe in the benefits of therapy. It's like, if you did go, it's only OK if something traumatic happens. Right. So for her to be like, no, girl, I was just out here being a hot ass mess and my life was a wreck. And I needed some damn help. Right. <laughs> hey, Crystal? Molly? Oh, you guys keep going, I'll catch up. Girl! Hey! Girl, how you doing? I'm good. I just been kind of keeping it low-key lately. Oh my god, I was just at no vacancy and I thought about you. Remember that time you threw that drink in that guy's face? Because he said you were drunk. <laughs> you were so drunk. Girl, please, I was doing too much. The Oh, but now look at you. You looking all classy and ever vested and shit. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I've been feeling great. I started seeing a therapist. Oh, hey, therapy? Girl, you okay? <laughs> yes, girl. Like, I just had some things in my life that I needed to fix. Well, I mean, don't feel like you have to share it with me. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. Girl, therapy's helped me with that, too. Girl, you know I was out there being a hot-ass mess. Even thinking about how I wasn't valuing myself. Girl, I had to change something. And now I just feel so centered. <laughs> Molly kind of took it, I think she okay. bristled at that, and then maybe it occurred to her in that second, like, wow, maybe I need you see, the I, same I thing. You see, I thought the same thing, it was like a little light went off for a second, Right. she was like, damn, but I probably then, need a little something, but then I already saw the defensiveness right. immediately. Automatically, mm -hmm. it was like, it, it occurred to her, and this is a testament to Yvonne's acting skills, that it occurred to Molly that it should be, or it could be a good idea, and then instantly off she just, just as quickly. she's like, oh, no, I don't believe in that. I'm not crazy. There's right? nothing wrong with me. That same classic defense that people who don't believe in therapy use, which is sad because really we could all stand um, some therapy, especially hello? what's going on in the country now. Like, right. And I love that that <sighs> Crystal was when Molly was trying to kind of make it seem like, girl, like you oversharing, you know, right, and Crystal right. sort of oh, like, you ain't tell me all your business. Yeah. Like she was like, I'm actually totally cool with it. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I think it's the even just the fact that Issa's bringing in the mental health conversation. She just so, brings in so many layers right. that are so valuable to our community for us to like pull apart. Yeah, and so I think cool. it's, it's great that we're not. It's not black girls are totally killing it, and we understand everything about intersectionality and wellness and and being good to ourselves and everything. It's like. These are complicated black characters and yes. everybody's fucked up in at least one real way. Right. And we don't all have it together, you know? Is they're not and killing it's honest. it like this. And I right. think it's honest too, because I think most of us can admit we can talk a good game right. online, but deep, deep down, we have these same exact layers <laughs> and complexities. Oh, you know, we just know better than to be talking about or trying to figure ourselves out online because people oh, don't child. really allow for that. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, not, there's no healthy, safe no, space on the internet to figure out all. your issues. So I appreciate that she's even... Yeah. Uh, cautiously and delicately but mm -hmm. honestly bringing up these topics that we all are at home yes. struggling with so that and I have cool. some of the things that she struggles with like sort of that instant um, kind of dismissal of 
therapy and mental health issues is something that I definitely used to feel myself. I right. kind of used to be one of those. If you can't talk to Jesus about it, then I don't know what's going on with you because <laughs> Jesus fixes all problems, girl. What you need to do Just is take it to him it. at the altar right? you know, and leave it right there, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with prayer, but to say that there's something wrong with seeking out a qualified professional whose job it is to help you figure out your brain shit like right. that is so fucked up right and, and then validating it as an option which we tend to do right so mm-hmm. I was really glad that Crystal said you know I'm not ashamed of it therapy makes me feel like Great. so good that I want other people to know about it right which is fantastic go ahead so. Molly because if anyone needs it okay <laughs> I'm so glad that Crystal got the wheels the right one. <laughs> talk about alignment because Molly has been just so incredibly uh, unlikable <laughs> Oh, my goodness. She just has all these things about her that just grate on the nerves. But then so much of it is relatable. I see me or who I used to be or a lot of my friends and family. You can see yourself in her very clearly. Right. So meanwhile, Lawrence is at the interview with these two white guys. And And Lawrence looks amazing. So fine. Shout out to Jay Ellis, man. Sheesh. Whew. A haircut. In fact, shout out to the casting director because every man on this show, I know we've said it before, but it's like scene after scene, just fine ass shout brown men. <laughs> Father God. <laughs> so Lawrence is looking real good in this suit mm-hmm. at the interview. Talking all that tech stuff that I had no idea about. Didn't really get it. <laughs> Um, but you know me, always looking for the racism. When they oh, asked him, <laughs> when they were like, you know, what always would you do looking. to increase our users and this, this, this? And he gave some generic answer. And they're like, what specifically? I'm like, they're going to take this black man's genius and then use his ideas and not even pay him and implement his strategy. You know me. You know, I was getting ready to turn. I was like, Lawrence, don't tell them shit. And then, of course, they offered him the job. Thank God, though, because I was a little bit shocked, too. I was like, wait a minute. Should he be telling them that? Yes, shit? because I've heard too many horror stories That's from people who are like... a consultation fee. Yeah, from people who are like, I did an interview with such and such company and gave them all this, and then six months later, they had implemented all my ideas and right. never called me back. Like, oh, you no. You hear that way too often. Right. But... He does actually get the job offered. The man is just the chase host saw the potential in Lawrence and now he's living up to it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. But he's feeling so good about himself and Issa's telling him how proud she is and she's happy for him. And he says, you know, while I was talking to those white boys, I realized I was doing the shit they're worried about two or three years ago. And it just makes me wonder about whoop de whoop. (laughs) Whoop de whoop. But it's true that when he brought up their mediocrity and how well it's doing. Right. He's like, this is not, it just, it makes me feel like I should be going back in and working on my own app because I could be doing so much better than, you know, what these guys are doing. And Issa saw that that, um, company card disappearing. Oh, right. Because she (laughs) She already had shrimp charged (laughs) on it. (laughs) Because she got hype. (laughs) Who cares about free parking and all that other shit? She was like, nigga, I'm finna have sushi every night. <laughs> but she, her sushi dreams started she going does away. Something really like gross and manipulative when she does the whole. Do you really want things to go back to the way they were? Like I know you're excited, but this is like a really good job and a steady check, and things are so much better now. And, it's and like, of course, he because he loves her so much right. and doesn't want her to fear things not being, being progressive. Good, right. Yeah, he immediately. Shuts that You're shit right, down. Babe. And that sucks. A good company, too. I mean, they do a few things backwards, but. Well, that's why they got you, though, to fix that shit. Yeah. Yo, it just made me think about what I was doing with my app. 
I mean, I'm way more ahead in developing than they are, and they're an actual company. Okay. So, so what does that mean? It, maybe I shouldn't take this job. I should get woot woot off the ground instead. Wait, what? Yo, look, I, I know it sounds crazy, but the fact that I was way ahead two or three years ago means I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just mad inspired right now. Hey, look, I know you want to get your thing off the ground, but this is way too good a job to pass up. And, and you've been wanting this? Do we really want to go back to how things were? You're right. You're right. And, and you can work on Woo tonight. You know, you're gonna make it happen. You know, I believe in you. I mean, I mean, I get it and I don't. <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't pass up the opportunity for Woo de but you shouldn't knock that he's even thinking that way. You right. should just be like, well, let's figure out how we could do both. Right. Because you know I mean? these, I mean, that's a real life concern. Yeah, being that's all of us, really. Productive, whatever productive means for you during the day or just being able to pay bills and contribute to the household. Those right. are important things. So it's not like Issa doesn't have a point, but the way she tried to make it, like, do you want things between us to be back right. to the way they were? It's like... Bitch, let's not talk about the way things are between us because listen, one of us listen, is ignoring something that the other one has glass done right house. now. Okay. <laughs> so while she's running this guilt trip on Lawrence, the team and everybody else is setting up um, for the fundraiser. This part was so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> Issa's coworkers, they are just so fucking annoying. They call this the Black Beverly Hills. Right, they're trying to find out what neighborhood. This, oh my God, I drive past this neighborhood all the time. I didn't know there was anything nice in here. So black people like have houses? More microaggressions. Mm. And they're like, no, this is actually just Baldwin Hills, girl. And y'all don't know anything about it. And that's fine. But right. there are nice things in this neighborhood and we wanted the kids to see you know you don't have to go all the way the fuck out right. to see something beautiful there's successful people in your own community and of course Issa has a dream sequence where she tells him to fuck off um. <laughs> so here we go but then she just is petty and makes them move that big ass table back and forth or while whatever, they're so. dressed for the event that she, was like she life. didn't give a damn at all <laughs> hire and make sure it's stable insurance won't cover us if we damage the property Okay. I drive past this neighborhood every day, and I didn't know homes like this existed up here. I know, it's so pretty. <laughs> What's this neighborhood technically called, Lisa? Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Listen here, you gent Columbus motherfucker. You don't stay the fuck away. I don't know why I told you about this neighborhood, because y'all take everything. Can we have anything? Leave! Guys, I really don't know, but I do know we have a lot of work to do. And this bench needs to go over there. Could you? Oh, but we just moved it here. Oh, don't question my authority. Thanks. <laughs> y'all, oh, y'all wearing suits and dresses? That's cool, cute. Cool, the bench goes there. Don't question my authority. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Love that part. Molly comes through and is telling Issa about running into Crystal and the whole therapy thing. And she's kind of making fun of it in that Molly way of, girl. And she told me she was doing therapy and like sounding all crazy and stuff and telling me all her business. And even Issa was like, therapy. Like, right. you know, they fall into the usual right. uh, laughing of, of when people are discussing things like this. But then, but then. a little light kind of clicks on <laughs> Issa's face. Like, you know, that, that don't sound that half bad. Right. She's like, well, did Crystal say it was working? She's like, 
I mean, yeah, the bitch says she happy or whatever. Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, the happiness and the peace that's come along with therapy might be good. And just suggest that, you know, it may not be that bad of an idea for Molly to consider therapy. And that part kind of was interesting to me because I was like, Issa, you might benefit how about everybody too <laughs> how about we just all grow yeah like squat a- up <laughs> not about how we all just go so, but Molly is definitely offended at the suggestion immediately the outright suggestion that she may need some professional help with her life but Issa says you know if I were you and kept getting into these relationships and things weren't really working out the way I thought they should and all this other stuff I would, I would go uh, too consider it and I love uh, before we move on to mm-hmm. the little slight gentrification jab before oh, yes. they walked into the oh, house oh yes about uh, white people spending $4,000 a month on a studio and they're like them niggas ain't so bad (laughs) hey Harlem you okay white people got tired of spending I triggered (laughs) okay white people downtown got tired of spending $4,000 a month on rent and And decided to come up to Harlem now I have Yorkies all up and down my hallway child in the Bronx is next but anyway it's so broke oh cause they (laughs) You see it. Oh, man. I said, so, bro, white people. Is that what we're doing? Oh, but I I just, I needed that jab. So thank you for that one, Oh, no, it was great. (laughs) Because we, I think most of us in, especially these major cities, we have experienced the effects of gentrification. It's just annoying. Especially for... I don't know where we're getting pushed out to. That's just the question. Like, how much further do you want... Where do you want poor people to go? Where do you want people of color to go? But anyway, the kids show up and oh, they Oh, the kids opening so drawers impressed. and shit. Oh, damn, he got a whole drawer full of batteries. <laughs> I died, This is a rapper's though. house? No, nah, it's a dentist's house. A rapper's dentist's a rap- house? <laughs> Denise, old salty self... <sighs> that little girl, she stays with like an attitude and her face screwed up. She's or whatever perfect. Else, she's like all my little cousins. Yeah. All. She's like, nothing is good enough for Danies. <laughs> Even if it's the nicest house like she's ever been inside of, nothing is good enough. Little Marquise just goes right on out into the crowd and starts shaking hands. Hello, I'm Marquise. He used to tell the kids, you know, go out there, talk to the people. Right. Give your donation cards, smile. Marquise is like, if I was born to do anything, it's charm a crowd. <laughs> so I thought Issa's like, go boy. ahead and give him that disadvantaged realness. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fundraiser oh, again. Oh, he was so cute. And so I thought that was like, funny when uh, the kids were trying to get the batteries and then Frida was like, oh, uh, God. The, that's not open drawers. And Issa was like, make sure they don't take anything, please. She was like, I didn't think about that until you you said it she's like i'm i'm emphasizing the you i love frida she's so cute to me now yeah she is like actively unracist frida's like consciously woke like she's making an effort she's like she's she's a very studied twitter pc at this point like she knows what to say she does say how to clean it up right she knows what's offensive and what's not (laughs) she's like we should be keeping an eye on these kids making sure they don't take nothing but But you're right you don't want you to think that that i I agree with you because they're black (laughs) (laughs) so molly's in the yard sulking and having her little pity party while the rest of the girls have shown up 
for the party. Right. So I guess they're really more of like everybody's friends as opposed to just Molly's friends. Right. I, thought, I guess they're even taking a liking to Issa. Yeah, I guess they're even closer Even though they keep Issa. calling her the ratchet friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> Throughout and, the episode. Right. And Kelly, who I think is the true ratchet friend, gives her a $500 <laughs> check but says, don't cash it till next month. That was so real. <laughs> that is real. Hey, bitch, I posed that and everything. Don't think you cute. Taking that up and trying to get it. Don't She's deposit like, that. Listen, do me a solid. You see the date on that? Abide, please. <laughs> but Molly cannot stop complaining about everything going on at the party. She's like, there's Just no fine mopey. men. There's mosquitoes. There's not enough bartenders. It's like, okay. like What's the on. issue? Right. You're clearly feeling a way about something, but... This constant bitching about, like, every little thing. Bitch, we're outside at a fucking fundraiser. Right. It's beautiful weather out here. It's drinks and food. Like, shut the fuck up. Donate. Have a good time. What are you getting a bitch for? (sighs) And Lauren shows up looking like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. (laughs) (laughs) What now, Boomerang? (laughs) This shit is so black. All these black-ass references. I love it. Oh, he looked great. Uh, Again, he is so fun. he gave Issa that win, in the words of Chris Jenner, as Crystal put it. (laughs) He gave her that win by coming yes. in looking all handsome in his suit. And mm-hmm. then he's talking about the new job he scored. And then yes. they were like, talk to us about the app. And he was able to give him that little science talk. Yeah. That tech talk, rather. <laughs> well, I was thing. like, okay. Yeah, okay. it was nice. So he um, told Issa that, you know, she did a great job. She's killing it at this whole situation. And then Frida pulls her aside to talk to some Whew. donors and things. <laughs> Oh, because this is when it got spicy. <laughs> because who does she spot upstairs oh. on the balcony mm-hmm. but fine-ass Daniel in that nice-ass suit? Again, Mr. the men are just Mr. looking. Mr. Oily back himself. Woo! So she and Molly see Daniel just about at the exact same time. That was time. such, like, best friend intuition. Perfect, right? And she what I like, loved is that help me out. <laughs> Molly was clearly still in her feelings. And still helped. noticed the threat and was like, didn't even say anything hard. It was just like a look, like, bitch, you know, I got you. Right. <laughs> right. Excused herself and went upstairs. To best friend it. mode activated. That's what Love best that. friends do. Yes. I'm annoyed with you right now, bitch. I'm going to talk to you about yourself later, but right now. I can see past it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got a real whole problem and I need to go Sheesh. help you solve it. So she's going upstairs to Daniel and just straight up is like, why are you here? She wasted no time. No, nothing at all. Like, there's I no she pleasantries. she was going to have, like, a little small talk. She uh-uh. was like, so who invited you? <laughs> and, of course, it's Frida, even though we don't find that right. out right there. Of course, it's fucking Frida. Did you say that that was going to happen? I or maybe knew- someone in the insecurity hashtag. Maybe. But somebody said... I have a feeling Frida is bringing Daniel to this damn fundraiser. Because Frida is the Frida is the reason that all of this kept happening. Like innocent her bystander right, ass Frida trying to help and be friendly ass Frida, and caused all these damn problems. But Molly tells him, you know, let's make sure we keep this about the kids. You right? Know? Don't come In up here words, starting no shit. Calm that ass down. Right. And Daniel's like, whatever, Molly, walks out. And the way he walked away with the attitude, I knew this shit was not yeah, I said, this gonna be cool. Going to right now. He's not gonna just leave it and it be He ain't coming mm. here for no kids. No. Cause he's mad at this point that she's not even answering his phone calls or text right. messages or anything else. So Issa excuses herself from talking to the donor and Molly tells her, you know, I talked to Daniel girl and he's just here. I don't know. He's not <laughs> Right. It's bad. It wasn't sweet. (laughs) So Issa goes to talk to Daniel herself. Of course, Frida is the one who invited him, but they finally talk about that night in the studio 
on and that I, filthy And I remember batch. I was telling you this is the danger mm-hmm. not being honest. It is. Because imagine if they had bumped into him later when they were married. Oh, you know, right. like... Mm-hmm. Could have been so much worse. No, no, no. Oh, no. As time goes on, the lie, w- the impact of the lie would have only been worse. Oh, my God. But they start talking about that night, and Daniel says she's acting like a victim and treating him like he's just some kind of random and getting more and more upset about the fact that she's kind of blowing him off and not really treating it like it was anything when she delivers one of my favorite lines of the whole episode, <laughs> which is, no. you were just an itch I needed to scratch. No! You I know, said, yes. you know, in that moment, yes. <laughs> break his heart. No, break it. No. Break it, shatter it, bitch. <laughs> oh, I loved it. You know what? I actually felt for him in that moment. Oh, no, no, let me tell you why. Let me no, tell you why. No. Because I thought he was playing her at the studio. Because a, she has a man. So what are you mm-hmm, doing? And right. she's made that clear, right? right? I'm not tripping. No, she definitely has. Okay, exa- right. The awkward when he conversation. Came to work. And Frida was like, oh, he's right there. (laughs) Okay, so maybe I won't feel too bad then because that's playing with fire. But it made me feel bad because in the studio I thought, oh, he's just trying to get, you know, in her pants. Mm -hmm. And and itch his scratch too. But the fact that he came to the fundraiser and was like, yo, it's been three weeks. Like, what can I talk to you? That to me, that's Mm. that says a lot. The average person ain't going to come look for you to see why you've been ignoring and They'll just ignore you back. Well, but he... But he that's ooh. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> because she is in a relationship. And yeah, y'all have, up. from what we know about y'all's history, this has been a whole back and forth kind of thing between the two of y'all for years. And so... You were the what if. I mean, she said that when we first she met sure you. Did. You were the what if, and now she knows what if, and it wasn't worth it. And she was telling you that through her actions, but I guess you just had to hear it to your face. So you came here to get your face cracked. That's what Ooh. happened. You and Daniel, you, oh you, you no, girl, I felt warm up a little bit. It was something like jubilation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we shatter are his feelings. Two K sixteen. So he picks up his little broke ass heart. No, and walks out. But Bye, of Daniel. course, Lawrence saw the whole thing that, because they're standing uh, right in front of the fucking window. Jeez, you just want to be like, I was like, come on, direction. You ain't never heard of a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, Lauren. Yeah, girl, I didn't feel nothing for Daniel in that scene. Not, no, no pity or real sadness. It was just like, come on. Y'all both knew what this was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you don't right, get to right. catch feelings now that she don't want you. Right. So Issa rejoins the party, told Molly that she's handled the Daniel situation, and she introduces the kid's teacher who, what is his name? Is it Justin? I think so. Right. Right. The, um, the, the teacher that we always see in the classroom with the yeah. kids, the Asian guy. And he's kind of flirting with Molly I a little know. bit. And he looked great, too. He, he, super cute. Shout out to whoever. Shout um, out to casting. Did the, yeah, <laughs> and the wardrobe and the lighting. Because all these people of color just looked phenomenal Beautiful. in this episode. But he makes a really corny drink about, uh, can I, or a joke about. Do you about, object? <laughs> And I was like, that's the sort of thing. He used to try to help him out by laughing. I was like, oh, she's a friend. I would have laughed because I genuinely would have found that funny. I mean, because it is so bad. The awkwardness of his face, the way he he felt all like, I know that was corny. Like, that would have made me laugh. But she reacts in a really kind of 
cold and like not even not even a pity smile. Just she's just stank. like, no, I'm not drinking. Thanks. Like, he was okay. like, all right. Well, I'm Let gonna me see my happy myself. ass on out. Right. <laughs> and Issa's like, bitch, what are you doing? Right. And stank. she, oh Molly. You know, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom in your personal whatever before you can, you know, start to build yourself back up. Mm-hmm. And Molly's stankness, like the rottenness or whatever it is she's going through, it's just building up all throughout it this episode. It showed its full ass. She's like, oh, he's so, Jackie Chan is so thirsty and corny and it wasn't even have to, it didn't have to be all that, blah, blah, blah. Like, sis. Even Issa was like, Wow. Yeah, I think in that I'm moment, getting all of, like she saw her yeah. with full clarity in that moment. She's like, okay, because this is a perfectly nice guy who was flirting with you, and yeah, made a corny joke, but certainly did not warrant the response that you gave. Right. And so she's like, I have to work with him. You know what I mean? Like, so why are you being such a stone cold bitch? Like, not saying you have to giggle and right. give him your number or whatever. But not else. all that either. Exactly. So I think in that moment, she realizes like. Molly's problem is perhaps a little bit deeper right. than, than just even these I dudes. thought. Mm-hmm. Right. So Lawrence and Daniel are standing outside on the curb. Yo, of that scene made my Lawrence followed drop. Daniel outside. Triggered. It's like he knew when he saw them in the window exactly who that was and what it was about. Them dots start connecting, that phone. Oh, God. And then the way Daniel reacted. Right. What did he, he asked him, what's your connection to We Got Y'all? Nothing Which is anymore. so random. Like, what was he supposed to say? You would have asked straight out, like, what did you and Issa argue about upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said anything because I would have approached the person I'm dating about it. Preach. As opposed to the person who sent the text message. That man has no responsibility to me. Right. Like, if he I'm Lawrence. He probably even know what's happening. He well, doesn't. I mean, he, he knows did, your, but I mean, he might know that that's Issa's boyfriend. No, nah, I don't think so, because I think he would have been a little shook in that moment. You think so? Yeah, he yeah. would have reacted at least. Like, oh, what's hmm. up, man? You know, and kind of had to play it all. Right. That's true. I don't but, think he knew. Yeah, Lawrence Lawrence going up to Daniel. Did he expect Daniel to be like, oh, I'm busting down the girl right. who organized the, the fundraiser? The chick I was fucking, <laughs> now she going to tell me she want to be with a man. Like, what he thinks? <laughs> Right, but that whole scene was extremely awkward. He says he doesn't have a connection anymore till we got y'all. Hops in his car. Hops in the car and gets the hell out. Meanwhile, Molly has taken her drink and gone to cry in the corner by herself. She's just having a full-on pity party at this point. And Issa's like, all right, bitch, what's going on? This scene, ugh. This was a lot. This was a lot. This one hurt my feelings. It did. Because I've had big fights with really close friends before and that's really? just not where not it like fun. turned into just like a airing out of all the shit you guys where it have turned, ever yeah to where say. it turned into a bitch how dare you when you did this 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 and I'm just not talking and then somebody says something that's below that the just, belt woo. and it's like fuck you I'm not doing this with you I'm not talking to you and then maybe you come back and make up and maybe you don't but it was difficult. It was difficult because it, was difficult. it also, I think, the biggest lesson, especially as women, well, really for anybody, but mm-hmm. as women, because that's what this particular scene was. Right. When your friend is doing fuck shit, or if you see them heading down a weird road, not saying you can like correct adults, you can't do right. that, but it's important to say something in the moment because what happens is you keep all this shit mm-hmm. pent up, <laughs> and then like you said, let someone throw a low blow, and then suddenly you it's have all bad. these feelings. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like they were saying <laughs> the meanest shit to each other, and I'm right. like, so y'all didn't think to say this in the moment? Y'all right. just been harboring ill will. Yeah, people let things build up and, and it ends up much worse much than it worse. would be if you just said things initially. So Molly's 
offended by the therapy suggestion and is like, Issa, you know, your life ain't shit either. You don't have no right to say anything. And Issa's like, well, at least I can acknowledge my garbageness. <laughs> like, Ooh. I can say, you know, She's I'm like, at shit. least I see it. Right. I see the things that I'm doing. Meanwhile, you have, are the common denominator mm-hmm. in all your failed relationships and you keep acting like it's somebody else's fault. So then Molly's like, well, bitch, if you can swing, I can swing right on back. (laughs) And says Issa has an inability to commit and has been complaining about her job and her relationship for years. And she ain't said nothing and has just put up with it like a good friend. And that Issa does not even deserve Lawrence, which everybody knows. the worst game of tennis. Woo! Right? Because they're like, (laughs) it's getting like more and more. Just back and forth. Yes, it's getting harsher the more they go back and forth. And Issa says, well, bitch, are you mad that I can actually keep a man? Is that what it is? Are you mad that that I can get one and keep one and you can't? And that was the end. And that was it because she knows that the inability to keep a man is what hurts Molly and the it's most. like the thing that mm-hmm. is really bothering her about She her went life. for the jugular. So to be like, well, at least I can keep a man, bitch. You're totally incapable. Was like, and it hurt her too because Molly was like, you don't deserve Lawrence, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> which probably hurt Issa's feelings, but she knows she don't deserve Lawrence, right? That's and why she's been doing all this extra. And you know what? Usually, that's when you react the hardest mm-hmm. when you when low key what the person said <laughs> is you right. agree with that <laughs> right. shit. You're like, <laughs> like, how dare this bitch read my life? <laughs> Oh I'll no! You speak truth about me, <laughs> and it's a lot. Uh, you know, it's it's quite lofty. When she said that, I'm thinking, well, bitch, do you can you keep a man? Because yours mean, don't know about what you done did. <laughs> you might want to hold off on bragging. Chase Ho is on your tail now. And I done told y'all <laughs> about that. You know what? You know what? So anyway, Molly uh, leaves, <laughs> and. Uh, Justin, the teacher, introduces the kids. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Denise and the kids. Denise. <laughs> because she's the Beyonce of this. She sure understand. is. So Denise snatches the mic um, and thanks everybody. I think one of the other kids snatches it back briefly. But About she... the batteries. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was like, they're bigger. <laughs> but then, oh, yes. She, that little she's girl. She's too funny. Just amazing. But they give an extra special thanks to Miss Issa. So everyone turns around. Her coworkers are like reluctantly like, all right. Oh, you ain't do shit. Right. This bitch. Whatever. <laughs> we over here lifting Lawrence benches. is doing the same thing because he's putting two and two together and not really in the best of moods. But away from the party, Molly knocks on Jared's door again. I, that threw me. I'm like, girl. Come on, leave this man alone. Please let well enough be alone. And so, I hate people that do that where they keep a person on a shelf. Yeah. You know, and then it's just take them off the shelf when they want to play, Whenever you're put in the them mood. back. That's annoying. Exactly. And not a way to treat somebody. So we got a lot of feedback from you guys last week in the insecurity hashtag about Molly and Jared and whether it was. Yes, you guys were. It was pretty divided. This was divided. a big one. Yeah, because a lot of you feel like Molly is perfectly justified in not fucking with Jared and a lot of you feel like it was just so totally ridiculous. I still haven't heard a reason that isn't rooted in homophobia or that is logical. And I appreciated people who said that they will admit, just like I did last week, that it's something that they've had to ask themselves and explore. And a lot of people said it actually took them, like, as of late, like, recently to admit where that's coming from and say, you know what, I would give someone a chance because that's ridiculous of me. Right. Especially if you have also had a same-sex experience. That was what was so frustrating about Molly. Not just that 
she couldn't get past this one time thing. But like, bitch, you did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Have you dated a woman since then? Have you been eating somebody's pussy every weekend or whatever? Like, no, it doesn't work like that. And what if he was turned off by her telling him those stories and was like, oh, I can't fuck with you. She would have been like, you idiot. That is so ridiculous. Who hasn't, you know, messed around sexually or whatever? But... She just was not willing to extend Jared that same consideration. So. I love that he closed the door on her face. Oh, and he it said, was "I'm tired," so because she kept fucking it up. Molly, shout out to the writers; they made her as unlikable as possible <laughs> because she kept saying shit like, "When it came to us, I should have lowered my standards." Mm, that was the first thing that came out. <laughs> I can meet you at your level. <laughs> Oh, no. It's crazy for me to think that I can find the perfect guy, so I should have just tried to be happy with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Jared's like... He was standing there like, yo, you for real right He now? says, I'm tired. Shuts the door and locks it. End of that. I was so proud of him. I was, too. And, I, and for a half a second, I was afraid that they were going to do something fucked up, like have a dude in the background or something. Oh, I'm like, I please was don't legitimize for, that. No, I know. I was <laughs> waiting for a girl to come out and I be was like, hoping. Jared, you know, like I saw that, but it didn't. And I kind of appreciated yeah. that. I was I was fingers crossed that it wasn't going to be a dude. I was just hoping the writers wouldn't take it in that direction. Right. But I hoped it was going to be some other pretty ass, dark skinned black girl to come up behind Jared. Like... I was waiting. I was waiting for the hand to crawl up the neck. Mario been paused for too long. Come on. (laughs) We got Cookie cookie Crisp getting soggy. (laughs) Somebody who can appreciate him. I got no errands. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Nope. He closed that door. Still don't understand the logic in breaking up with a man for being what you think is gay when he is in the middle of eating you out. Chasing her down, too. Even though she keeps... Like, yeah. pushing him away, he's still there, and she still won't give him a chance. It's crazy. Shout out to Jared for being like, you know, I'm not doing this no more. Like, they barely even knew each other. So for him to take her back the second time right. was enough. But for her to come back now and be like, oh, I just realized how stupid this was of me. Bitch, please. I'm I appreciated like, that. I can do better than somebody who thinks she has to lower her Stoop standards down. Right. to be with me. Like, Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I could be with a real man, but since I can't find one, I guess I'll be with one who used to fuck around with a dude before. Bitch, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, Yo, she was awful. He's not less of a man, bitch. Oh, is she just... <laughs> you just want to shake her. But the thing about her is that the things that piss me off about her are the things that have pissed me off about myself before. Mm. So it's making me mad because I'm frustrated that I used to be that way. You know, I wasn't born woke. I right. Was, no, it's true. Or even know? thinking that you're doing someone a favor right, by, dating, by dating, them. dating them. Yeah, like you're going to elevate them because of everything you know. I've totally been there. Like you can see past some major flaw of his. This is not yeah. a flaw. Like you used to do coke. With like, prof- <laughs> you slept with a professor, and you, right, you did all this terrible shit, and you're judging this man for something that you just asked someone to. He didn't even have to tell you about to sleep over your house and come to a wedding party and leave clothes after oh, like a day of knowing. Like, she come is on. a wreck. She is a wreck. So the fundraiser's over. They miraculously made the goal. Issa's talking to her boss, who was having a very real moment taking them shoes off and rubbing her feet. (laughs) That's me at the end of every event. Oh, child, I can't wait. As soon as I get in the Uber, the shoes are coming off. The hair, if the hair's fake, it's coming off. (laughs) If the bra's bad enough, it's coming off. Damn, the bra too. Take it all off. (laughs) We're we're none of this shit. Right. So her boss asks her about where she where she sees herself in a year. And tells Issa, Issa gives an answer of right here. And we got y'all girls still getting a check, hopefully. <laughs> you been trying to fire a nigga, are you? And totally aligning with what Molly had just snapped to her about. Right. About how you don't 
you don't go for change right. you don't evolve you stay in the same ass place with the same right. ass shit you complain about and she literally had that opportunity to maybe even build with we got with the lady from we right. got y'all at that point but she was just kind of like yeah i'm good here yeah or maybe she feels like you know now all of a sudden i give all these fucks that i didn't give before so maybe if i put a bunch of renewed energy and focus into work then i won't be so you know, stale and I won't feel like I need to get out so much. So right. she, she tells Issa that this is the effort she was actually looking to see from her and gives her a bottle of champagne, which is very nice. Sends her on the way and Issa's going home all excited, thinking they about to oh, pop the champagne and no. celebrate. Oh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> Soon as she walks through the door, Lauren says, so what's up with Daniel? <laughs> Who's Daniel? And when your man is in the dark, bitch, Sitting bitch. waiting for you, you Girl. know it's good night. And she hit him with the huh? What? <laughs> that and the nervous face. I love it. Was yo, Issa acted the hell out she of that did. scene. She, she was like, no, he she's me. came to work on music. <laughs> so she's like, at first she tries to smooth it over with half lies. So she tells the truth about Daniel without really telling the truth. He's right. like, oh, he's an old friend from high school and he did something for career day with the kids. Lawrence is like, that's not what I asked you. Did you fuck him? Damn. <laughs> why would why would why? you ask me that? Bitch, that's I a did. yes. That's a yes. <laughs> why would you ask me She's that? She's yes. buying time. She couldn't even say nothing. And you know that. You know that. I, I'm pretty sure most of us, if not all, have been through that where mm. when they don't answer... The question. You know it already. And you see them buying time in the face. Answer already. She's trying to come up with a lie. Right. And he reacts. Rightfully so. In a a pretty reasonable way. Bam. Who's Daniel? Hmm? Daniel. So was there tonight, right? Yeah, we went to high school together. Um, and he volunteered at um, that career day we had. And he did this like music presentation for the kids, so they must have invited him. Did you fuck him? What? Why would you ask me that? Because I am. Did you fuck him? You fucked that nigga? So what the fuck? Wait, you fucked him! I'm so sorry, I did. I didn't mean to. You're not fucking sorry? Then you just gonna throw that nigga in my face today? Yeah, I know he was gonna be there. I, 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 I told him what we did was a mistake. Oh, so you fucked up our shit for some nigga who's a goddamn mistake? Did you fuck him more than once? Oh, did you fuck him more than no. once? You fucking lying. Lord, come on. Fuck! Fuck, I thought we were in this, Issa. So fucking stupid, man. I'm stupid. Just tell me what I can do, and I, I will. Get the fuck out of here, Lord! Please. Get the no, fuck out no. of here, Issa. Lord. Issa, get the fuck out of the way. No. Issa, what get the you... fuck out of the way. Just talk to it me. It ain't shit to talk about. Get out the way. He's very angry. Flipped over the table. Flipped over the table. Broke it, I think. Right, the mm-hmm. coffee table, uh, which is much better than hitting her, right. like she fantasized about. <laughs> right. I knew Lawrence was not going no. to hit her, but I was surprised that he was angry enough to break that, or that he was expressive enough in his right. violence. Right. I to definitely do that. thought he was gonna be. Oh, I said, oh shit, this nigga's flipping the table. Like, oh, he's pissed. 
And she did the whole stand in front of the door. I'm not going to let you go thing. He's like, he was like, listen, I don't want to move you, but you're going to get the fuck out the way. Like, Yo. Issa, <sighs> move the fuck out the way. He's like, listen to what you just said to right. me. Listen like, to get the fuck said. out my way. She's talking about how it's a mistake and she did the wrong thing. He's like, right. He said, you're right. You're, you fucked up our shit for a mistake. Which made it worse. Right. Like, damn, you didn't even fuck it up for a nigga you want to go be with. You ruined the relationship we had for somebody that you wish you hadn't done this with. She swears, you know, she only did it one time or whatever else, but Lawrence is still very pissed. So he leaves. And Issa's on the floor crying. And Issa does the Mariah Carey wall slide. <laughs> yes! <laughs> From all her videos. Shout out to the goat. <laughs> and she's left there sitting on the floor crying, looking sad, pathetic. Everything. Man And in that moment, I was like, damn, Issa, Molly. Molly ain't fucking with shit you. Shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan with Lawrence. I mean, things are going to go to work, I guess. At least. <laughs> <laughs> At least. But your personal relationships are in the trash. And that's where we end episode seven. Oh, man. So. <sighs> Predictions. Predictions Crystal. for episode eight. I... I still want to know what happened to Rashida. I haven't heard from my girl <laughs> Dada. Still on to Dada. I, I feel like they fired girl, Dada her, man. was fired, okay? Oh, man, they did, Dada didn't they, friend? Gone. Dada's gone. I know Molly and Issa are going to figure it out. I just do not know how. And I, I maintain that when Lawrence, Lawrence is going to fuck the chase hoe. Like, I've said no. it from the beginning. Lawrence, I believe in you. I've said it from the very beginning. He is going to smash the chase hoe. Especially now that he knows Issa's cheated. The door is wide open for it, friend. It's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna side with Lawrence. You you can try. Because I'm proud of him. You he know, has been I'm, doing the right I'm thing. I'm proud that he's cleaning up. And, you know, even now, like he, like you said, he was focused on the interview. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the bullshit get in my way and I'm hoping he continues that yes well (laughs) you know he's got the job now so maybe it's just like I'm getting away from this girl and I'm a wild out and do whatever I want to but we'll see on the season finale next week don't forget to tune in to Insecure Sunday nights at 10pm Eastern and Pacific (laughs) damn it Issa and damn damn it I say that every episode damn (laughs) y'all why (laughs) I wish Issa could have this is terrible. I wish Issa could have lied and been like, oh, I fucked him that night. We broke up and it didn't mean anything. And I meant to say something, but then no, I thought it would. No, and she did the right it'll thing. it'll just make it worse. She yeah. did the right thing. You, I you, mean, the right thing the... after the wrong thing. But... <laughs> right, but after you fucked up, just go ahead and come clean. Get it out. And let the chips fall where they may. So make sure you use the hashtag insecurity to chat with me and Fran about the show. Fran, do you have anything else to say before we head out? I just want to say you guys have been hysterical oh in my the God. hashtag. So funny. And I'm so excited that... That Insecure has been renewed for a yes, second season. Congrats. Yes. Another season. I think 10 episodes coming up next season. So very excited yes. to see where Issa and the gang takes it from here. So till then, we will see you guys. And I don't know what else. How do we end this? I don't, I don't know. I'm still a little triggered. <laughs> I'm a, I'm right. So I'm like. We'll just see what happens next week. All right, guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Insecurity is a Loudspeakers Network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Ty Worley. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow.